Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Soho Radio, you are listening to The Conspiracy Joe Show with our August edition. If you haven't been here before or listened to any of my previous shows, it's all in the name. We like to discuss conspiracy theories here. Uh, All my previous shows, you can just basically Google my name, Conspiracy Joe, uh, and Google it, click the link, um, and it will show all of the previous shows that I've done, which include JFK, The Moon Landing, Uh, we've done some stuff on Jeffrey Epstein, we've done Flat Earth... Um, we've done things on COVID-19, uh, all of the old major conspiracies, 9-11 we've done, um, and yeah, basically dissected all of them subjects. Um, and, and I think they're good, but I would say that, but find out for yourself. So uh, just click the links and, and listen. So without further ado, I'll introduce you to my guest who's with me today, and he's usually with me on my podcast, and he's making his radio debut, and that is The Moose. How are you doing, Moose? All right, thank you. How are you? Good, good, good. Yeah, good as gold, thank you. Um, so, Moose, we're going to dissect this subject today, and it's, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it's conspiracy theory, it's conspiracy fact, I would say. Um, but what I will do is refer to what uh, what most of the publicity it gets nowadays, and that is, it's it's called MK Ultra, um, and it's an acronym, which a form of acronym because it's control at the end, but obviously control spelt with a C, so I don't really under, understand that. But what but what they use on today is to say that basically celebrities are under mind control. Mm. Uh, they'll say all the modern celebrities. Um, I, I might even pick up on her at the end if we have time, but Britney okay. Spears yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is one of them. And I don't know whether you've seen her social media now. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a, bonkers. It's a complete, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And they're saying that their uh, parents are in control of her and she's under mind control. So anyway, this is what they say, um, that that um, it, it, it's a conspiracy theory type subject. But actually, the nuts and bolts of it, the actual source of it is genuinely true. Um, and what MK Ultra was, um, it was a mind control program by the CIA. Um, and the code name was given to experiments on human subjects and were designed to undertaken by the US CIA, um, some which were illegal. Um, and it was experiments on humans um, were intended to ide- identify and develop drugs procedures to be used in interrogations. Um, and, and basically... Um, get people and force them into confessions under under um, under the influence of drugs. Uh, now the operation was officially sanctioned in 1953. Uh, it was reduced in scope in 1964 and further curtailed in 1967, uh, and and it was officially ended in 1973. But the program itself undertook many illegal activities, and now the CIA documentation has come out. I think it was in the 1980s. Um, to prove that all of this actually was undertaken. Um, And it was a very broad project uh, with research undertaken in more than 80 institutions, including colleges, universities, hospitals, prisons, pharmaceutical companies. Uh, The CIA operated using front organisations. Although although some top officials um, at these institutions were aware of the CIA's involvement um, in these big corporations. And according to an author... Uh, his name is Stephen Kinzer, mm. and he's a, uh, a CIA, it's not, sorry, not CIA, he's a New York j- a journalist and author. Um, and I'll pick you up on this one, Moose, because you know, you know a little bit about this. But he claims uh, the continuation of the, the MKUltra program was the work um, that began in the World War II era of the Japanese facilities and Nazi concentration camps. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the Nazis were known to be... Um, quite ruthless and evil in their experimentations. Um, so towards the end of the war, um, if you don't know, I'm sure you do already, that there were some high-up Nazi officers, especially SS uh, Josef Mengler, for example, who was a, 
horrific human being that uh, experimented on children, etc. Mm. Um, some got away, uh, and some were so some the, the, some the, were these, got out, these yeah. chemists. Yes, basically the project yes. evolved onto America, and what they did say is during the end of the Second World War that these people they got out, and then the Americans actually used it because yes. even though you know the um, and what was undertaken in the Second World War was mass genocide, absolute disgusting um one of the most disgusting events ever undertaken by human human beings um in history um but the the involvement in uh science that they had was used by the americans wasn't it yes so basically they undertook this project and carried it on and carried it on yeah with um under horrific circumstances um yeah and it is it is it's uh and 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 this was the chap that that started it, and he, he, his name was Sidney Gottlieb. Mm. Um, he was a chemist involved and began the order of the CIA um, under the CIA director Alan Welsh Dulles on April 13th, 1953. So Sidney Gottlieb was the chemist involved that was leading it all, and the aim was to develop mind-controlling drugs and for use it against the Soviet bloc in response to alleged Soviet, Chinese, and North Korean uh, against them and use it for mind-control techniques. So basically what they would do um, under espionage or, or during the, the, war, the Second World War, um, post-Second World War, sorry, when things were still going on, um, when they would capture um, soldiers or capture any, um, en- enemy soldiers, they would use these uh, mind control devices on them. And I just think, you know, when you, when you start to, to research anything like this, now I knew about MKUltra, I've even put it on my um, social media just under a meme um and you look at it and you think yeah this actually un- this this was undertaken but you would think you know it's the operation northwood the gulf of tonkin type conspiracy it's one event but actually yeah. what it is it's so vast and, well, yeah, it and got, it's been confirmed it got more broad didn't it because it started to go out from soldiers to universities hospitals prisons even prostitutes and it it, it it just begot, it just became just more vast in the subjects and the illegal testing that eventually took place. Um, yeah, the Canadians suffered greatly from uh, yeah. CIA there was experimentation. Some Canadian um, horrific some civilians that had been tested. Yeah, a lot of a lot. There's a hell of a lot of subjects involved as well. Um, but yeah, you know the aims of this. Obviously, it was during the um, the, the Cuban issue. Um, and he was devising several schemes to drug Fidel Castro, even, mm. and that was on CIA records. And they were going to uh, to try and capture him and, and and use it. And and basically, in this era, it was just anything went with the CIA. Basically. Well, yeah. There's there's the film uh, The Men at Stare at Goats, which was also uh, a CIA involvement where they would try and train soldiers into blowing a goat's head up. It's a film with George Clooney and Brad Pitt in it, The Men at Stare at Goats, <laughs> which was another. Is it good? Huh? Is it good? Uh, yeah, I switched it off after half an hour. As soon as uh, uh, I knew what it was about, it was, uh, yeah. But uh, you're right, anything went because they pretty much could do whatever they wanted. Yeah. And it, uh, I mean, the the judgment, as if you was to bring this up in normal conversation, let's just say I'm around the pub and I'm, t- I'm chatting to someone, which is often the case, um, and we'll pick up on a conspiracy theory. And I was just to throw these things at you that I've just said, which have actually come out by the CIA now and the documentations to prove everything I said is true. But if you was to say this to someone, they would say, you're a crazy person, wouldn't they? Um, maybe 20 years ago. I don't know about today. Yeah, I but today's a little bit more. I, I don't know, you know. I just think it's that conspiracy theories, crackpot theory that um, these genuine type subjects that you bring up, you're still under the same bracket as someone who thinks the Earth's flat. I suppose, yeah. I suppose. Because, I mean, I was reading uh, um, uh, a a Wired, uh, the magazine Wired yesterday, and they were bringing this up because I was doing the research into this. And basically, uh, you would look at what they were saying. And the first headlines were that all of the celebrities, the modern-day celebrities, all of these basically conspiracy theorists think that these people are under mind control. And that's further down. It actually got to the substance of the story. Mm. It was actually correct. And I just think that's a modern day um, approach to anyone that actually thinks outside of the box. Even though some of the stuff is genuine. But I can understand 
with conspiracy theories and the rabbit holes people go yeah, down. But as what we were saying earlier before we come on is that the more you delve into it, the truth is stranger than fiction. In and this, in this case, case, it's more disturbing than fiction. Hundred percent. And and you know this this thing goes on and. The scowl that was undertaken uh, with this project um, and the substances uh, were used to promote like illogical thinking and impulsiveness um, to point out where the recipient would be discredited in public, substances which will increase efficiency, um, mentation and perception. Memory, uh, brainwashing. Brainwashing, uh, materials which will promote intoxication and the effect of alcohol. Uh, materials which will produce signs of symptoms, uh, recognise disease in reversible ways. Um, and, and basically, they would just use it and it just went on and on and on. And primarily, this is where the substance LSD come from mm-hmm. and, and its, uh, its, its actual use. Now, I'm going to try and pronounce this fully. LSD, you ready for this? Go on. Lysergic acid. Acid? Lysergic acid. Edit. Dithemolide. That's it. That's right, isn't it? It Lysergic acid dithemolide. Don't know why I said aside. (laughs) Aside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Edit, edit. Um, No. Uh, So, yeah, they they started to use LSD, which they called LSD-25 at that time, um, which which later became to dominate um, loads of MKUltra programs. Um, and the CIA wanted to know if they could make Soviet spies defect against their will mm. and whether the Soviets could actually do the same to the CIA's own operative. So, again, as I said before, they're using this for espionage reasons. Um, they've given um, someone LSD. I mean, I've never taken LSD, but uh, have you? No. 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 <laughs> apparently. After the... reading this, I won't. <laughs> but, but apparently the trip that you get on it is, is absolutely crazy. Depending on your actual um, your mindset before taking it, but I imagine they were giving copious amounts of this hallucinogenic drug in order to try and obtain certain secrets and use it and just completely mess with their mind. Um, and and yeah, they would use it for hypnosis, even. And declassified and culture documents indicate they studied on hypnosis in the 1950s and. The experimental goals included creation of hypnotically induced anxieties. Um, and that sort of reminds me of, you know, the film Clockwork Orange? Yeah. Where they've got the eyes open, they're making them watch things. Yes. And that's the stuff they're undertaking. Yes, it's very, it's very similar, yeah. I mean, my, <coughs> we might <coughs> excuse me, add that the drugs that were given to subjects, they were never told that they were being given hallucinogenic drugs or anything. That's quite important because... Um, the drugs and the experimentation that they were giving subjects was 100% totally illegal hmm. um, because you can't give drugs to any human being under duress or without knowledge. Wasn't there... Sorry, go on, carry on, mate. Go um, on, carry on. <clears throat> no, that's pretty much it because this sort of plays a part later on when it all gets... It comes out in the 70s. Yeah. The members of the members that had gone under these uh, MK Ultra experimentations had come out and um, the law was changed to say that you cannot give anyone any sort of drug under duress or without any sort of written consent. So this, this, this event was sort of like the catalyst for legislation yes. to come out to 100%. say that... Because I know there were some subjects... We'll, we'll get onto the subjects, yeah. but I know there were people that did actually sign up to it. Yes, 100%. Um, and to the point, Why? Again, I don't know. Well, it, I don't think it was a case of why I think it was a case of it's done because there were, I think, in the mid 70s, um, there were even CIA agents, ex CIA agents, that come forward to take the American government to court to say that CIA agents were told to drug other members of the CIA's drinks hmm. and foods. With there the there same. was a case on that, yeah. I've got him, and we'll pick that up at the yeah. end. And um, it's a fascinating, <laughs> it, re- it really is mental. Um, this, this, uh, this case itself. Um, it, the reality is actually more shocking than the, the, the fiction of it, as you said. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't make this story up, but it's genuinely true. But the effects that they tried to go for, I mean, they, they wanted to produce through this experimentation um, a truth drug, mm. if you will, a perfect truth drug, or in fact to someone to just babble incoherently under questioning by um, if captured by an enemy so they don't give any information away. Um, the reasons that they did this were so... Um, well, there were many... There are many, many reasons, and it just sounds like they was having a ball and just doing whatever they wanted and seeing what would happen. Um, there was there was a case of um, in t- some test subjects that they were injecting one kind of drug in one 
and another drug in the other arm while obviously giving them LSD as well in an oral form. Wow. Just to see what would happen. <laughs> they weren't I, complaining. They didn't know where they were. Well, it, you know, it, apparently this is thousands of people mm. that this was being undertaken on. And it just it's just baffling. It's baffling. And it does make you wonder that these things were being undertaken then. Um, and is it still carried out now? What guys is it undertaken as now if it was still being undertaken? Because, I mean... Like shootists. Like the, the American shooters and stuff like that. What's that? Is there a trigger? Is 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 there a type of MK Ultra that does trigger uh, people like that for well, a I'll pick it, specific I'll, well, situation? I was going to pick up on it, but it was um, Robert Kennedy, John F. Kennedy's... Mm. Um, the, the, the chap who assassinated him was under this program. Mm. And he was... Um, he was under the uh, MK Ultra program and was being drugged uh, and didn't undertake it. So it, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Mm. And what you've said is that the trigger, because he was uh, a senator at the time and he and uh, he was going to run for president, I believe, and he was shot and killed, wasn't he as well? Yeah. Um, and the chap that that killed him um, was undertake was in that program, and you just think, wow, what you're saying, it, it could be true that they'd drugged them so much. Um, and made them um, um, and basically under hypnosis mm. could have made them undertake this assassination. It's the same as correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there with um, the guy that shot John Lennon? Um, That's a fascinating. Didn't story. he do that after reading? Isn't there a story about Catcher in the Rye? Yeah, the book. Do you know what? We'd definitely do a show on that because John Lennon himself was a conspiracy theorist actually. Yeah, he was a conspiracy theorist. And again, I suppose what else is there to do when you're sitting in your bed 24 hours a day? Taking smack. <laughs> well, I mean, you you can't deny the guy was superbly talented. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Beatles myself, but the, obviously the, the stuff that they'd written and, and what he went on to do, that can't be denied. But what I was referring to is that he was an open speaker out against the, the um, communist states, mm. but also against the US, UK governments and mm. said, this is all wrong. What's being undertaken here is all wrong. People that are, are the um, the upper echelons of society are the only ones benefiting. It's just complete corruption, um, and he he become a very outspoken person, and so did his uh, his wife. What was her name? Yo- Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono, um, and and he, he, well, he was uh, listened to by the masses, wasn't he? Extremely popular man. He was, and you know, until he said they were bigger than Jesus, and then it sort of waned a little bit. Yeah. And then he, he wanted world peace, didn't he? And he wanted to bring, as you say, attack the uppers so the lowers can, can come up and all live a happy life. And he mm. donated all his millions of dollars to charity. No, he didn't. Did he not? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Who was the other chap? That John was... Lennon was, was just a 60s Russell Brand. <laughs> That's who he was. John Lennon is just an old Russell Brand. <laughs> he done it first. The only thing he didn't do is his, his autobiography is not called My Bookie Work. <laughs> But he he is just a. Do you not like? Do you not a fan of the Beatles? Uh, no, no I, I think all I'm their song fan. titles are, could have been written by a seven-year-old. But weren't they most of, most of them actually uh, on the um, result of LSD? Yes, if if you watch the um, the documentary, which is now deleted, called uh, Let It Be, it just shows them just absolutely monged out their face on smack. Smack's not LSD though, is it? No, it's not. But they don't show you the other. They show you those parts. They don't show you all the other parts no. of what they take. Smack's heroin, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that was obviously being done. There. I mean, obviously I mean, the yellow submarine face that doesn't come down from a sit-down meeting around a desk. They must have took a hell of a lot of hallucinogenic jug, uh, I drugs. The, I am the Eggman. Yeah, I'm the Walrus. I am Great the song. Yeah. I, I can't stand them. I, I really can't stand uh, you're them. You're more of a Stones man like me. I am more of a Stones man. Yeah. There's nothing there's nothing more than fills me with pride than watching 85-year-old men on stage playing electric guitar and dancing <laughs> around like <clears throat> someone's undertaken some M- MK Ultra experimentation test. <laughs> Keith Richards is still under that program. <clears throat> of course. The only man in the world that I think snorted his own dad's ashes. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, uh, Legends, though, extremely talented, yeah. and some of their tracks are absolutely unreal. They are a walking uh, jukebox. All they do is play the hits, no new stuff. But just the, all the the, hits. Their, their stuff is timeless yeah. as well. That some of their tracks that they do um, are absolutely fantastic. So anyway, we went off at a tangent, um, but uh, that's what you do here, and uh, how the well, 
during that era and people taking drugs. Um, and what we'll get onto is is what actually uh, led on from this uh, program, and actually as a correlation yeah. to that yeah, industry. Definitely. Um, but so with the MK Ultra program, there were secret detention camps. Um, in areas under the American control in the 1950s, in Europe, East Asia, mostly Japan, Germany and the Philippines, the CIA created secret detention centers um, so that the US could avoid criminal prosecution. Uh, the CIA captured people and suspected of being enemy agents and other people deemed to be expendable to undertake, undertake vicious types of torture and human experimentation on them. The prisoners were interrogated while being administered under psychoactive drugs, electric shocks, um, and subjected to extreme temperatures, sensory isolation, and like to develop a better understanding of how to destroy and control human minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, they, they were doing this universally all over the world. And, and, and it looks like they were achieving their goals. Yeah, they wanted a, was it the Mancurian candidate? They wanted the, they wanted the perfect... Right. That's right. The perfect um, what is that? Well, example. You, s- you see it in uh, in every form of life now, even on cartoons with The Simpsons, when yes. Bart was under it and he yes. would go and kill Sideshow Bob or Krusty. Yes. And, and it's that same thing. And you've got many, many films um, that, were, that are actually used on this project. I've got a list of them um, that, I'll, that I'll run off. Um, but, I mean, there was tons of them. And I watched a... Um, a trailer for one. It was called Banshee, the Banshee chapter. No. Oh, it's, it's dog shit. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Of course it is. It's terrible. Because I bet you'll find more often than not is that when you get a program about something so serious, they will make it for conspiracy yes, theorists. Very true. And it, and it's the old saying that we, what we just said, it makes it, um, you, you, to use that as a... You bulk um, at it and go... Pfft. Yeah, you look at that and just think, what? You know, that's crazy. They're making a film out of it. That can't be true. But the list of films they've made, Jacob's Ladder alludes to Project yes, MKUltra. Jacob yes, Jacob's Ladder is amazing. Is it? I've not seen it. <clears throat> With Tim Robbins. Oh, he's a fantastic actor. Um, but yeah, the it, it's heavily MK Ultra, Incredible film. But yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a head messer. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But you've got the film The Mindbenders, Pineapple Express, The Killing Room, um, and as I said, The Banshee Chapter. If, you, uh, if you're if you listening to this, click on YouTube and watch the trailer of it. And literally, it just is just, well, I can't put it to words. I think I could have made it. It's, it's so bad. But, you know, it, it just shows you how in, in, in Hollywood, what they've done and and basically went with it after the CIA documents come out and just decided, okay, well, what we'll do is we'll we'll decide to make some film, films out of it, put it in the public eye if it's out. Um, and in doing that, what is the... What, what happens? What is it that happens when you do that? Is it not putting um, more substance to the theory or, the, or the, the fact? Because it seems to still be classed as a crackpot theory, even though it's not. And it is docu- and there are documents out there that pretty much explain to you, well, in 1975, that was all, um, that was all to be destroyed. Any documents around the MKUltra? 100% correct, yes. Um, that that was um, <clears throat> after the, uh, what gate was it with, what was, oh, what was the um, presidential thing that came out with the corrupt president after... Um, Watergate. With, Watergate. Um, Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon, yeah. exactly right, Moose. After Watergate, they uh, had these documents for MKUltra right, yeah. and they were destroyed because <clears throat> yes. they knew... They knew it was all going to come out. It would all come out of the woodwork. But there is one there is one piece of uh, document uh, from 1955 that still remains and which is still under... You can still... Anyone, uh, the member of the public can go and look at it. Um, but it's the only... It's the only piece of documentation in existence. And it basically just lists off what the whole scale of the project was about. Um, promoting illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point of where the recipient would be discredited in public. Mm. Um, substances which increase the efficiency uh, and perception. Mm. Um, uh, causing victims to age faster or slow in maturity. How's that? But it, it, it's How's just, that? It just seems like, what else can we do? Walk up walls? What, what? But that's not LSD. No, but this is. I, I think it went from LSD and they were like, let's just... Let's just see what we can do. If people are still going to come in for testing, let's just do it. Materials which promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. What's the film with um, 
with Brad Pitt in it, Benjamin Button. You imagine um, you start testing on people and then you you turn up the next day and they're like Benjamin Button. Yeah, or you yeah, or you become That's genetics. Or you become twenty years younger no. and you can't go into a shop and buy fags. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, can't sell you that bottle of drink, son. Yeah, I'm 55. Oh no, I've taken too much uh, LSD. Yeah, <laughs> wee, wee. <laughs> yeah, I'm I shit myself. <laughs> but it just, yeah, I'm, it's this been factually true that part of it though. But uh, materials which will cause temporary permanent brain damage and loss of memory. And that's easy to do. Uh, but it says um, high priority was individuals to withstand um, torture and coercion during interrogation, mm. uh, materials and physical methods in which to produce amnesia uh, for events proceeding to their use after a certain key word. Wow. So that is pretty much going back to reading that book and the conspiracy theories around that book of knowing full well that one word or one sentence in that book will trigger someone to do exactly what they've been told in their mind's eye to say, I don't know, um, kill a president. But mm. they know that they're going to read that book and read one sentence, which is their trigger word mm. or trigger sentence, and then go out and then totally have no memory Zoolander. of it whatsoever. Zoolander done that. Yeah, never seen it. <laughs> They've done that. It. And they uh, basically uh, hypnotise him. And when they say a certain subject, he starts doing certain dances. And, and tries to kill the... Uh... Ah, Ben Stiller. Wari's movie is also terrible. <laughs> Dodgeball's quite good. Anyway, um, yeah, so how this evolved, um, this this project, and uh, the US um, General Accounting Office report in 1994, uh, September the 28th, which stated that um, it basically gave more of a confirmation of this project um, that was undertaken and between 1940 and 1974, uh, the National Security Agencies um, and Department of Defense studied thousands of human subjects, um, which they confirmed in tests and experiments involving hazardous substances. Um, and the quote from the study, as I quote, working with the CIA, the Department of Def- Defense, this is confirmed by the 1994 study of the General Accounting Office, right? So the Department of, Department of the Defense gave hallucinogenic drugs to thousands of volunteers, yes. in uh, uh, basically inverted commas, <clears throat> Um, I'm doing the fingers right now, but obviously it's radio, you can't see me. Disgusting. <laughs> soldiers in the 1950s to 1960s, volunteer soldiers. Uh, in addition to LSD, the army also tested, wow, I can't pronounce this one, quincindalil, benzolate, and hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic code name VZ. Yeah. Um, and many of these tests were conducted under the so- so-called MK Ultra program. It was established to counter perceived Soviet and Chinese advances in brainwashing techniques. Uh, Between 1953 and 1964, the program consisted of 149 projects involving drug testing and other studies on unwitting human subjects. Yeah. Now, as you say, a lot of them weren't um, told they were going to be given any sort of drugs or any sort of uh, electroshock therapy or anything that might damage them. Mm. but there is something called uh, the Nuremberg Code, which was brought in after the Second World War, after the Nazis experimenting on prisoners and children and stuff, that a Nuremberg Code was implemented. Um, and it was a law that basically every country that was involved in the Second World War had to sign up to. Mm. And it was to say um, any drugs could never be given to anybody without consent. So this is what you was referring to earlier? Yes. So, our... so they went from giving them to illegally to then saying, come in, come in voluntarily, and then we oh, can give you I their drugs. See. Now, <clears throat> and that was their way around it, because of this Nuremberg Code after the Second World War that they had to sign, they knew that they couldn't administer drugs um, and have someone okay and then mm. come out of it and 20 years later say, yeah, I was given they're LSD. Gonna get, they're going to get done. Get done. Yeah. So what they did then was they changed it and went, well, let's put out an open invite. And that way anyone can come in. I see what you're saying. And that was their way around it. Right. So basically they had loads of people that did volunteer. Yes. But not actually knowing what they're getting themselves into. So what they said was, this might be an hallucinogenic drug or a placebo. Pretty much like what you get in tests now, Mm. um, where they say, this is a drug for headaches and this is a drug for headaches. One person gets a placebo that does nothing and one person gets the, the real one. And then they come back and tell them their findings after two weeks. And yeah. Similar to that, but they said, right, th- this might be a hallucinogenic drug, or it might not be. Yeah. And then they go, oh, okay, then we're a volunteer anyway. 
it's crazy because obviously what the initial program was for due, uh, to be undertaken in espionage purpose purposes, but how they've then evolved that onto just the general public. Yeah, onto Britney. <laughs> Poor cow. <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, if you've got Instagram, which literally everyone on this earth has, click on Britney Spears' profile. Yeah. And actually, it's quite <clears throat> worrying because she's how she's gone from completely normal to this unhinged type character. Yeah. Obviously under the influence. But you say that, listen to her back catalogue of songs. Toxic, Hit Me Baby One More Time, oh. and I'm an MK Ultra volunteer, <laughs> which is not as good as the other ones, but still a good tune. I don't know how you'd fit the chorus into that. <laughs> um, but but yeah, um, so Britney's one of them. We may pick up on uh, her at the end, but uh, reverting back to the documented subjects now, one of the most popular subjects um, was a chap named Ken Casey. Um, Ken Casey is the author of One Fly Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, anyone that's not seen that film, possibly one of the greatest films ever made. Jack the Nicholson. only film to make me cry. Cuckoo's really? Nest, yeah. It is sad. It is very sad. I won't ruin it for you, but... Um, it's got Christopher Lloyd, young Danny DeVito. Yes. Um, Jack Nicholson's very young. And Brad DeReef, who went on to do the voice of Chucky as oh, Billy Bibbit. right. The yes, stuttering yes. prisoner. And basically what it is, is they're in a men- mental institution um, and Jack Nicholson's in there and he's completely sane and he starts to basically give life and to these, these well, clinically insane people. But he calls up such a fuss that... Um, uh, during this time uh, that you stay in this um, this centre for the criminal, well, insane people. It's not criminally insane, but it's um, a mental hospital. It's a mental hospital, and then they start undertaking tests uh, on these people. And and Ken Casey, the genuine author of Cuckoo's Nest, was underneath the MK Ultra program, and he signed up to it. He did, and he was under the influence of LSD. Uh, during this time, and he, exp- uh, and he uh, volunteered in experiments involving LSD and other psychedelic drugs. Um, and at the Veterans Administration Hospital in Menlo Park is, is where he was tested. And while he was a student at the nearby Stanford University, uh, Casey's experiences while under the influence of LSD inspired him to pro- promote outside the context of MK Ultra experiments, which influenced the early development of the hippie, hippie culture. Revolution, yeah. So, I mean... What what we were saying before about the Rolling Stones um, and the and the Beatles using um, LSD mm. come out of this project? Yeah, it, it created a um, if you like where you had in the eighties where you had new wave and you have goth people. Now LSD was taken over by the music scene and it just become just a culture, didn't it? Mm. Of where if you was around in the sixties and the seventies to the mid seventies, you'd take an LSD and probably slept with a dude. If you was a man, you wouldn't even know about it. But uh, yeah, um, Dennis Hopper was another one that voluntarily signed up. A famous, famous actor who's long dead now, but um, would always talk films. about taking LSD. Was he in Speed in the sixties? Yeah, he was in Speed, but more, but more recognisable. Uh, Blue Velvet. Yeah. Um, uh, Waterworld. Actually, yeah, he was in. Is he in? Is he in Twilight Zone? He done a Twilight Zone. He did do a Twilight, Twilight Zone. He done yeah. a Twilight Zone. He did do a Twilight um, Zone. They're one of my favourite um, old. They had the the invention of the twist. Oh, actually, it was Alfred Hitchcock was probably the inventor of that. But then the the Twilight Zone in the nineteen fifty late fifties to sixties brought this in, and Hopper was in that. Wasn't yeah. It? Uh, because the good thing about Twilight Zone, it was it was post war, wasn't it? Yes. It was right after that war, so yeah. everyone was just. Oh, I'm going off on a. No, no, that's absolutely talking about fine. Twilight Zone for 40 minutes. No, absolutely fine, because they are fantastic. You can't deny But Ken Casey, yeah, so he started all of this um, this hippie culture. And what's the festival, the big festival? I was going to say Hullabalooza. Wasn't that the one in The Simpsons? It's the Simpsons, yeah. <laughs> Do you mean Woodstock? Yeah. Didn't, they didn't, in Simpsons, they called it Hullabalooza. Yeah. But it, it was based on Woodstock. Yeah. And they do mimic LS, people taking yes, LSD, LSD, don't they? But yeah, Woodstock, that that was famous for it, wasn't it? And but basically, they used to get at this festival, it was like the American Glastonbury, but tenfold, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. it, it was literally, people would be stuck there for days and weeks. Yes. They couldn't get out because it was so busy. Yeah. Um, you had people dying there, left, right and centre yes. as well. 
uh, but yeah, that's where the LSD really took off, wasn't it? And it's, it's just fascinating what that when you when you dig into this story and, and look into it, how certain things have happened in, as a result. Now, during the time, I, I just want to bring up this quick because this was fascinating. Uh, in the mid '60s, the CIA set up an operation called Midnight Climax, right? And they set up several brothels within agency safe houses in San Francisco, California, to obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about the events. The men were dosed with LSD. The brothels were equipped with one-way mirrors, and the sessions were filmed for later viewing and study. Nothing came from the experiments. So, So basically, they put someone who was of a nervous disposition. Yes, Inside of a brothel yes. to sleep with a prostitute. Now, here's the thing, that what they said that could be the cause of that. Rather than actual experimentation, the people after that would go into an interrogation. Um, and a lot of them were CIA employees themselves. Mm-hmm. And they would be interviewed by US military personnel. And they were asked certain questions. And if they refused to answer certain questions about a specific subject, they said they would release the tapes. So they'd use it as bribery. So it's bribery. So again, it had nothing to do with experimentation on making a perfect soldier or a candidate or anything. It was used against their own people to get information about their own people. Mm. So it started off as something that could be that could benefit. Well, there's many things that it could be used for, and I know, you know, when you've got someone in that situation of a high profile, and you use that, especially in regards to sex. Or anything like that, that stuff that, that can be then um, shared to um, government or to, to the public, it could potentially ruin you. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that, that that's what they do. I know Jeffrey Epstein moving, uh, going off a major tangent, but uh, it, it, well, it's coming out of the woodwork now that that's what he was doing, filming people inside of his places because um, it was in order to obtain this data. And, and recordings so he could get up to his sordid insurance sick, policy uh, uh, isn't it uh, so he can stick to his sordid sick yeah. ways um, and it's a similar sort of bribery sort of thing into that um, but yeah I didn't know about that that's crazy yeah, isn't that's, it so it was uh, but they didn't even use it there's no no there was, there was no um, there was no science in result there, it was just something that they did and then they used their own CIA operatives to film them with prostitutes for a one-way mirror and then went, right, tell us this. And then when they refused, they said, all right, then we're going to release that video of you having sex with that prostitute. It, made no, it doesn't make you, do, any you sense. Be, if you were just describing this, um, we wasn't talking about the CIA, you'd think you were talking about North Korea or some yeah. sort of communist state. Yeah. That, and, and it's beyond belief how some of these things are undertaken. If you don't believe what we're saying, just simply Google what we're saying because we have, and that's how we've done the research and CIA documentation you can get that's listed and tells you all of what happened. It's, it just goes on and on and on. But, you know, we're reverting. Sorry, you done on that, Moose? You done no, on I, that I, just, I just want Go to on. say, just on. on a little tidbit of information, uh, one man that wrote a book about his ordeals in the um, MK Ultra experimentation said he was given LSD for 157 days every day. Grim. And Is he, it grim? I and, don't know. And he probably totally, didn't know what day of the week it was. And after the 150, his paycheck for going involuntary, he got $69,000. $69,000 for 157 days' work. What year is this? Drugged up, 1967. What's sixty? What's sixty nine thousand dollars then? Yeah, I mean that's got a borderline half a mil. Yeah. I, I, I assume. With and that guy inflation. was Canadian. He was. That's not bad work if you can get it in it. What hundred? Do you think after now? I've never taken LSD, but it's a psychoactive drug that messes with your mind. Yeah. Loads of people speak um, say how much of a positive effect it has on it. What's the the? Um, You've just described media. A little bit of politics. Eh? <laughs> no, but the the positive edge on take. I don't understand what you're saying. What, what, what's the the one where they take where they sip it in cups? That's a form of LSD now. And um, is it a form of LSD? The one Joe Rogan takes, ah. um, and they drink it. Ayuska, Ayuska. Yes, when they go to South like American, DMT. That's it. Isn't that a form of LSD? Or is I think it so. D- D- 
D-dolymethane. But isn't don't it? you have to take that as part of something else? So it's that why you take one first, which is a trigger for the next thing that you take afterwards, yeah. and then something then you take after that. But what they say is when like you like a t- primer when you take these. Now I'm not taking under the MAK Ultra. They were trying to do this or mm. trying to get this out of the person in a more um, beneficial way. I think they were using it for their own, um, basically to use it for hyp- hypnosis and and basically to torture them yeah. in many ways. But they're saying that now when you take this DMT, you can basically look into your own soul and, and it sort of tells you yeah. that everyone who's taken it swear, swears yeah. by it. They even go to South America now. Yeah, see, I, I don't buy that. I don't know anyone that takes any sort of drugs that will say, I take this, and yeah, it's bad. I agree. They will always say, yeah, it's great. That's why I do it. I agree. No, and, you- and, and I think taking LSD for 156 days... I really, um, I really don't think you're going to be in the best situation after seventy grand. Yeah, seventy grand then would have been about half a mil. Yeah, or two hundred. For one hundred and fifty odd days' work, would you do it? Not for sixty grand. Yeah, but no, but sixty 60 grand grand back then—that's a great deal. What being on LSD? That's not even a year. Being on LSD every day—I don't think so. Yeah, but you don't know what it. Yeah, but we know what it. You wouldn't know your ass. You wouldn't know your ass from your elbow. But then, if you turned around to me, they didn't say to them. By the way, this is um, this is a a psychedelic drug. You are not going to know what's going on. Mm. Just say, take this every day, and at the end of it, after one hundred and fifty-seven, you're going to get seventy grand. No. Probably didn't tell him, did they? But you know, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, would I take it now? Yes. There are what? plenty of times I have sat on a bus naked anyway. <laughs> so why would not get paid that's for it? A, uh, that's it. Come on. That's, uh, I have a mask for, on. Time for my mask. Time, time for another show. I wore my mask. <laughs> but yeah, the the, um, the show itself, uh, the 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 MK Ultra. Project went on to have other people that were involved. Robert Hunter was another one, American lyricist, songwriter. Um, he was under the program. He was uh, paid to take LSD, pilosobin, and mescaline. Mescaline's another one that's come back in modern days, hasn't it? Um, and the report on their experiences, um, and these experiences were creatively formative, Hunter. Um, Lawrence Teeter was an attorney, and, and this is the one that I was referring to um, back from the Robert Kennedy assassination. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob, uh, Lawrence Teeter was the attorney of Sahan Sahan, who assassinated Robert F. Kennedy. And it was believed that Sahan was operating under the M- MK, uh, MK Ultra, Ultra program, yeah. mind control techniques, which is, is crazy, isn't it? And it just makes you wonder. What what's the trigger? That's, that's what I was trying to find out in researching it. There is no, as much as the papers are out there to, de- to explain, there's no... It's There's like, no trigger. It doesn't explain to you what the trigger is for you to go and do it's, that. It's the rabbit hole, isn't it? You, you, what we're doing now is is thinking that you know these things were do, were done, but further on stuff that hasn't actually been that come out and been concluded, we're just making the assumption and surmising. But then after after doing the research, I did come to the conclusion that we still sort of have that MK Ultra now. But on a broader scale, so could Expl- you s- explain? So could you say that MK Ultra of mind control? Oh, this is going to be good. Go it's on. not. It's nothing. It's not. <laughs> I'll wait you for it. It's going to be crazy. This is a serious point. <laughs> Go this on. is a serious point. <laughs> Let me just pop my pants off. Um, no, honestly, this is a serious point. We still, I believe, we still have evidence of MK Ultra um, going on in subliminal advertising which has always yep. been there which is a sort of mind control and a sort of trigger point well, of where all Simon Cowell's got to do is put a, a Coke glass on his desk and the company get money and mm, you go oh I fancy a Coke 100% that's, and it's product placement that, that's 100% true which is no different I was looking into and it was something that that, that you could relate to this um, subliminal messaging it, again it was of that time when they started to undertake it in cinemas yes. they started to use it but the studies were shown for it not to work no. and not be conclusive now um, it was used and I've picked up on this on a previous show by George Bush and he's uh, I think it was during his second term when he was coming in for uh, during the election campaign and I believe it was a chap called Kerry that he was the opposition leader. Yeah. And one of the um, adverts for the Bush campaign was against Kerry. And he said that they would show a picture of him. And he's saying that he's this, that and the other. We don't vote for him. 
and what it would do was show a flash picture yes. of a rat. Yes. yes. And that's there. You can YouTube it now. Yes. Uh, and and uh, they would use it and just flash it, whether that was for that reason mm. or is it because they're just trying to be smart, but they would literally flash it, uh, a picture of a rat, where his picture was. Yeah. Um, on televisions, on Coca-Cola adverts, again, you can see them on YouTube, but they were sanctioned by the American government that the Coca-Cola sign would... Um, does change for a split second to join the army. Your country needs you for a split second. Now, whether that split second has got enough time to resonate in your minds to go, you know, I'm going to join the army now. But still, that that sort of experimentation still takes place. Mm. Whether we're so used to it now that it still does affect us, but we don't know it does mm. because we've always been subjected to it is, is, is another question. But are we still being affected by it to this day where we just get up and go, hmm, do you know what I haven't had for ages? I'll go and buy X, Y, Z. Is that something that has triggered us? Is that just trigger? There's no doubt advertising and things like that have a, um, an impression on us. But that's what I'm saying. Does it come That's why it's there for. And I think you could go even further on and go off a tangent even more and use the, the analytical um, perspective of social media and the, um, and the use of people's data and what they look at. And they, that, that reflects on your algorithm yeah. and what and what advertising you look at, and when you look at it, you see some two bob um, clothing company pop up on Instagram. These people are buying off that, and and it is uh, whether you know that's advertising, but subliminal messaging used for stuff that to make you join the army and stuff like that. I don't or buy something or buy something. Well, no, that's true, of course. But, but again, I, joining I think the, the army studies or... of subliminal messaging is but then is is inconclusive. But then, but then you can say that you can watch something um, about someone for sixty minutes, mm. um, and the subject matter being a person, uh, say a celebrity. If that program wants you to, after sixty minutes, you'd hate that person. True. So it is a form of. I, I just think yeah, it's like look at Big Brother for example. I just, I, yeah, producers can deeper, edit a reality TV show to make you hate somebody. No, but I, just, I, I think that you're still have your own. I don't think you so. You still have your own wits. But I, I think, yeah, I, it's inconclusive, I think, will result on that. But I think moving back on the project, because I've got some juicy information on it to still go. And, um, I'll there, be the judge of that. Go on. <laughs> there was the, the death of Frank Olsen under the MK Ultra project. Um, and Frank Olsen was a scientist who worked for the CIA um, in 1953 uh, at a CIA retreat. Olsen drank a cocktail that had been secretly spiked with LSD. A few days later... On November the 28th, 1953, Olsen tumbled to his death from a window of a New York City hotel where it was his alleged suicide, which was the conclusion. Um, now, the family of Frank Olsen decided to have a second autopsy performed in 1994. And forensics teams found that the injuries on the body was likely occurred before the fall. The finding sparks conspiracy theories that Olsen might have been assassinated by the CIA. Um, and after prolonged legal proceedings, Olsen's family were rewarded a settlement of 750000 and received a personal apology from President yes. Gerald Ford and the CIA director, William Colby. Now, that was obviously a, uh, a settlement, probably to, told to not give any information, now again, further information. That on man it. was a big deal. He was a biochemist and he was a uh, Biological weapons researcher, that man. Really? Yeah. Frank Olsen? Yes. Um, and again, he was given LSD without his knowledge or consent. Um, well, they're saying, it, yeah, we spiked, yes. Yes. Yeah. But it says here that um, during um, that second uh, inquest into his death, it did come out that he was actually in told, he, he was actually told the drug and the exact nature of the effects 20 minutes after its ingestion. After he ingested that, then they told him, we've given you this. Great. Uh, yeah, so he pretty much... Um, Lost I'm the a, plot. I'm assuming that um, I've heard that, you know, when people are in the wrong frame of mind and they take drugs, it will exacerbate it into a more horrific time right. for you. Yeah, because under under psychoactive drugs, Absolutely. if you're not in the, the right mental state... If you're not state, in the zone, yeah, it's going to affect you badly. And you start getting anxiety, it's going to make it 10 times worse. And I think yeah. as soon as they've turned around and told him what he's taken, being a biochemist and into biological weapons, he probably knew what was to come. Um, got himself in a bad state and, yeah, threw himself out of a window, apparently. Unbelievable. And the legal issues 
um, that, that led on to that involving uh, informed consent. Uh, so we were referring to what you said earlier, Moose, about how they, they turned it around about people giving consent to this um, project. Um, and the relevations about the CIA army prompted a number of subjects or their survivors to file lawsuits against the federal government um, for conducting uh, experiments without informed consent. Although the government aggressively and sometimes successfully sought to avoid legal liability, several, several plaintiffs did receive compensation for a court order and out-of-court settlements or acts of Congress. Frank Olson, again, reverting back to him, yes. his family received 750 k Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, go for Do it. Do you know why? No. Because after the second in- inquest, it was, um, it was, it, they came to the conclusion that it was a homicide because after they exhumed his body, again... They dug him up and and give him another and, and yeah. They found out he was knocked unconscious before he fell out of the window. Oh, so, so they concluded so what I just said it was there, a homicide that that that, yeah, that he had sustained his injuries before. So basically, he was he he he, he was out and they threw him out of a yes. window. He was. They proved that he was knocked unconscious after exhuming his body in '94. Cranial injuries indicated that Olsen was knocked unconscious before he exited the window and hit the ground. The medical examiner termed Olsen's death as homicide. Then the family got that nice big payout. Wow, which is pretty disgusting. It's dis- it, this is just unbelievable. It's gangster stuff, it is. isn't it? It's gangster stuff, and yeah. and this is what they were doing back then. And it went on to another chap called James Stanley. You know about him, an army sergeant. Um, James Stanley, go on. He brought an important, albeit unsuccessful, suit. The government urged that Stanley was barred from suing under the legal doctrine, known as the Ferris Doctrine. Uh, after 1950 Supreme Court case, Ferris versus the United States, prohibits members of the armed forces from suing government for any harms that were inflicted um, inflicted during the instance of the service. So that after that case... They were testing a lot of people on 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 their own kind on the right. army. Yeah. Um, but because Stanley then took them to court, albeit he failed, they then put through the legislation to stop anyone. Wow. Taking them to court for this. Now going full circle, what we were talking about earlier in another lawsuit. Uh, so Wayne Ritchie, not Shane Ritchie. Shane Ritchie. Um, wow, he's a bit. That he's... plays uh, cheeky Cockney Sparrow. Um, in a uh... on EastEnders. What's his <laughs> name on EastEnders? Is he still there? I don't know. I don't watch He's it. He's not still there. Um, but anyway, a former United States Marshal, Wayne Ritchie, after hearing about the project's existence of MK Ultra in 1990, <coughs> alleged that the CIA laced his food and drink with LSD in 1957 at a Christmas party, uh, which resulted in his constant fighting urges to commit crime all the time. Uh, while the government admitted, admitted it was at the time drugging people without their consent, U.S. District Judge Marilyn Hall found Richie could not prove he was one of the victims of MK Ultra or that LSD caused his robbery attempt. So basically, after he took, um, he wanted a court case against them and said, "My, I was drugged. My food and drink was laced." Yeah. After during that case was going on, he <laughs> he robbed a tried to rob a bank. Now I'm blamed. And uh. now he was they dismissed the case in two thousand and seven. While this case was going on, he went out and robbed a bank. Now if you go back to what we were talking about earlier, and one of them um one of them uh the on the lists of the um what they want out of the MK Ultra program, yeah. one of them was to discredit people yeah. if we need to. And they were saying that why the hell would he rob a bank It's completely out of character during this court case of taking the Was he a criminal? Pro- no, he was a he was a US Marshal. Well, yeah, you can't. You have to question that, don't you? You have to. He was a US marshal. Speculative, isn't it? You can't confirm. In his fifties. Yeah, you can't. Well, completely out of character like that. And he's under the program. It, it doesn't take a, a, a rocket scientist to put two and two together, does it? No. Um, but again, it's speculative. It's hard to confirm any type of thing like that because. Did what? Did he win the case? Did it, it was dismissed because he was discredited because he went and robbed the bank. Uh, robbed the bank. <sighs> and they were like, "Well, you've robbed the bank, so." This court case you've got against the American government for the CIA spiking your food and drink at a Christmas party uh, is totally bonkers because you're a bank robber now. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And it just goes on and on and on, and we can go to the relevations. The uh, Unibomber was a yes. volunteer. Go on. Um, what was his name? Kaczynski? I can't remember his name. Uh, the terrorist the, that was known as the Unibomber. You'll have to look that up. I'm, sure it's, it, I'm sure it's Kaczynski. Um 
it was the Unibomber, uh, was said to be a subject of voluntary psychological study uh, alleged by some sources to have been part of an MK Ultra examination. Unbelievable. It, and, and, you know, it goes on to, and reverting back to what you were saying earlier about the Watergate issue and the relevations um, that come out of that and in 1973. Uh, the CIA director at the time was Richard Helms. Uh, and he ordered the, the MK files to be destroyed, destroyed. as you said, most pursuant to this order. Most CIA documents um, of the project were destroyed, making full investigation of the MK Ultra impossible after this. Uh, and a cache of 20,000 documents survived Helm's purge. And as they was incorrectly stored in a financial records building, which was discovered following a Freedom of Information request in 1977. Mm. The documents were fully investigated during the Senate hearings of 1977. So basically, Richard Helms called for it to be destroyed, but yes. unfortunately, they put it into the wrong building. 20,000 documents were still found. And I, luckily enough, if them documents were not found, we wouldn't be having this conversation today. And I believe that Watergate was responsible for that because it was a big secure building uh, withholding paperwork that apparently Richard Nixon gave the order to have that building robbed and burgled That's right. to get that paperwork out so he could oh. have dirt on his former, uh, his former opposition. So the people that were threatening his presidency, he ordered a bunch of guys to go in there, break That's into right, the, and nick a load of paperwork. Now... They caught him and they obviously said, yeah, it was given to us. That job was given to us by the powers that be. And that's when Watergate started. And that's when Richard Nixon's, I am not a crook. <laughs> um, he was the most corrupt, openly corrupt was, president, yeah. wasn't he? But it's sort of likeable because uh. it was compared to the crooks and criminals that we've got in politics today, where they try their best to hide it, even though it's blatant. He was just like, yeah, all right. then." But yeah, a lot of that MK Ultra paperwork was... Um, pulled out of that robbery. Um, so that is a chain. So it's that a chain was action. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow. So that put light to it. And if it yes. wasn't for Watergate, yes. if it wasn't that... We would that, never we know would about never the MK subjects. That's fascinating. Yeah. I, I think we should do a show on Watergate as well. I, I do, because... That is incredible. Up. That is an incredible subject. And what was what what was undertook yeah. during that um, is another... It's a very similar situation to yes. what this is. It's a conspiracy fact, yeah. fact that's yeah. come out. And the truth is stranger uh, than fiction. And yeah. the truth is stranger than fiction. So I'm going to wrap this up. And uh, we've got a few more minutes about the aftermath of it. And after his retirement, we, we brought up a chap called Gottlieb who was running it. He was the chemist running the uh, MK Ultra program. And he dismissed his entire effort of the MK Ultra program as useless. Uh, the CIA insists that MK Ultra type experiments have been abandoned, although... As you were reverting to earlier, most a Canadian investigative journalist named Elizabeth Nixon, conveniently enough, I don't think it's spelt the same as... No, it's uh, N-I-C-K, isn't it? S-O-N, that's right. Um, whose the mother had been a subject. Yeah. Uh, claims that they continue today under a different set of acronyms. Yeah. So they, it's they, just a different name. They, they still undertake these tests under a different name. But what do you think? Do you think that they can do that I think after what we've just said today if, if you go back and listen to all the things that they tried to implement in research and experimentation that can be applied to any way of life that you live and see today mm. in religion of where there have been cases of religion brainwashing people there mm. are religious cults out there there are there are their rules and regulations are completely different from other people. Mm. It's religion, even in love life where people can say if you pay me money I will teach you how to be better with women it's it is a brainwashing thing that I think and now look at um, YouTube and and Facebook where they pay people to influence what you buy. People think, are getting paid to influence what makeup you buy and what food and drink I, I, you should again, eat. Again, but this is a subjective sort of thing where it's promotion of of certain things. But we're talking about sort of mind control. This is severe. But who's saying it's not hidden in that? Because the amount of mm. people that watch YouTube and social media are in their billions. Mm. So when you're looking at that, um, we all know that Google's owned by Google's owned by the CIA. Whoa. Google is owned by us. That's a fact. The CIA I thought it was Google owned by 15 years ago. Is it? Yeah. Well, I might be wrong. I, don't know I might that. be wrong, but I'm I'm sure. I'm 99 percent sure that you're, the CIA. You're Google, going down that rabbit hole. And the only reason I found that is because that the CIA have control on who uses Google Maps. Whoa. 
um, because they were the ones that implemented in um, allowing celebrities to put black bars over their houses. You you're going down that rabbit hole right now, mate. I'm willing, mate. You are you have gone well deep. And I'm willing. I'm that deep in that rabbit hole. <laughs> no. Don't even bother. I'm going to wrap it up right now. I was going to say, there's a rabbit asking <laughs> no, no, me what time no. it is. Okay, okay, right. I don't know where that was going to go. God. Uh, well, no, I'm lucky you stopped me. I know what you like. <laughs> Moose, thank you so much for coming on You're today. You're very welcome. Uh, and talking about that. And it won't be the last time you hear the moose. Um, so thank you very much for listening in. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, going through what we went through today. I found it very interesting. I hope you've done the same. Uh, as I said before, if you want to catch any of my previous shows, just Google the name Conspiracy Joe and you'll and you'll click the link and it'll come up in my Mixcloud and, and listen to all the shows which will have my Surrey Radio shows and my podcasts on there and give them a whirl. They're not all serious ones like we've done today. Uh, we had a little bit of a laugh with it as well, but we've, we've done some really serious ones, but other ones most we've had a right laugh with as well, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. Where we've just gone off the cuff and spoke yeah. complete rubbish as yeah. well. Uh, but yeah, listen in, have a laugh and and um, and, and catch the shows. So uh, it's, it's been fantastic and uh, I, I can't wait for the next show. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye.